Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I am Jake. I'm Ryan. And this is a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about uh, video games. About that time that Jake killed off Mark Wahlberg and Donnie Wahlberg's mom. So, Ryan. Last week. Last week, we had a hilarious segment that we both very much enjoyed where we reveled in. I don't want you to pull me into this because I don't want to be associated with you right now because you're a killer. Um, you're a stone cold killer, man. <laughs> so I, mm-hmm. yes, you did decided to make fun of Mark Wahlberg's workout routine. Yes. Three days after our episode posted, his mm-hmm. mother Alma passed away at the age of 78. Jake killed her. Mo- un- because he made fun of her. Unrelated her. because we roasted her son so hard. Yeah. You her. gave her a heart attack. So, uh, rest in peace, Alma Wahlberg. I didn't uh, even sound legit. You ain't, ain't I'm legit. very well because you brought this up to you me. You looked at me right before you hit the thing and you're like, let's roast this dead let's, bitch. And I did not say that at all. <laughs> not and even, I said to myself, that dude's cold. That's, <laughs> I did not say that out loud. Nor so did you I thought it. it. <laughs> you thought it. Mentally. I did not think that with my own thoughts. I didn't think that mentally <laughs> with my own thoughts. <laughs> um, so that was an, an unfortunate <laughs> thing that happened. Reading this TNC article, <laughs> which I can only assume is the most accurate source of information. Kind of like us. Donnie, <laughs> Donnie Wahlberg uh, shared a tribute to his mother. He said, I am blessed to have been brought into this world, raised, taught, and set on my life's path by such an amazing woman. He continued... Staff. By saying she was the epitome of the word grace. Um, and Mark shared the news saying that he posted saying that. No, well, he just posted it. He didn't say it. He just was like, here you he go. Posted. He's, he My angel, it. rest in peace. Uh, How did he fit that in his criteria? So last week we broke it down. We broke that man his, has no time to even feel for his family. Well, he makes family time. Maybe he's adjusted his schedule because the, the post we originally covered was from at least two years ago. So He I'm covered assuming. no poops, covered no peas, man. He didn't a lot much time for anything. He golfed. Showers for thirty for ninety minutes, but only golfs for thirty minutes. I mean priorities. So, um, but we did say that he allotted like something like forty five minutes of prayer time in between first workout, first shower, first snack, and breakfast slash driving to. Um, Don't you love how Jesus answers solely, uh, social media posts? Because if you get enough likes or shares, then yes. He'll take some, he'll take some action, but if you're not, 
if you're not getting enough circulation, like the Instagram algorithm has done to us, it's going to shut you down. <laughs> it's going to shut you down hard. <laughs> it's going to say, you know what? Fuck these guys. <laughs> um, I would also like to mention that um, she is remembered by all of her kids. Uh, Marky, Donnie, uh, Tito, <laughs> L- Jermaine, Michael, um, Beyonce, Kelly. Tracy uh, and um, Michelle and Debbie. Latoya and um, Karen. Yeah, so you know what? Your guess is as good as ours to which one of those were real and which one of those we ad-libbed. Hey, gonna have to figure it out. I'll give you a hint. At least four of them were real. <laughs> well, they were all kind of real. We were mixing some shit there. Uh, there was Greg, there was Marsha, there was Jan, there was Cindy, Bobby, Peter, um, Lil' Mole with the gimpy leg, all those motherfuckers. Um, yep. <laughs> so uh life's garden dig it man it's too anyways, short for our- jake to give you a heart attack man you fucked up dog maybe it's all those hamburgers because you know they say red meat will give you some fucks you know they fucks meat, with your life red meat will give you some fucks yeah it'll give you some fucks you know but clear with that classic surgeon general's warning red meats <laughs> will give you some fucks i used to read that in cigarette bags it just yeah. really depended either you get one and be like don't do this if you're pregnant and to- nursing and the other one's like it'll give you the fucks I I used to think that Canada was harsh when they just stuck like the photo of like the cancerous like black lung on the box. Mm-hmm. Now I know that all they had to say was "we'll give you some fucks." Not there it you is. Don't even have to clarify whether that's a good thing or literal. Well, or you can a put an exclamation point at the end of it to make it seem more exciting. Like, hey, it gives you some fucks. Or you just put like a period, maybe three periods, like gives you the fucks dot, and you're dot, waiting dot. for something to continue, right. but you can't continue because you're, you're dead. dead. Right. Yes. <laughs> Precisely. Like uh, the Mark Wahlberg's mom. Oh, God. <laughs> so I can't wait. I can't wait till we get. I can't. I honestly, if I had known that his mom was uh, sick and had Alzheimer's, I probably wouldn't have. uh wouldn't have reveled in making fun of his dumb ass. No, schedule. we would have definitely made fun of his schedule. Uh, not if I had known that. Um, uh, just def- because. Definitely it, some un- unfortunate timing that she just so happened to pass he's away. He's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't help stupid. So anyways, what I'm saying is. Mark Wahlberg, dumb. Uh, check back on. Uh, Rest in peace. What's next, her name? Next week. Alma. Alma. Where we check in on Mark Wahlberg next week because he bought a uh, three custom three wheeler during quarantine. And you know what? Maybe he's going to beat up death like he did in the movie Brothers. You know, whenever he beat up that one guy and threw him in the the water. Look, okay, we don't have to wait till next week. Look at this shit. Why did he buy this? Because he's Mark Wahlberg. What is that? Smart car? Not. I don't know what this is. This is a three wheeled electric vehicle with a custom paint job promoting his health company f45 uh and it's called an fuv you know what jake fuck you he's a peacock he's gotta learn to fly you know fuv fly fuv is short for fuck you (laughs) fuck you i do what i want (laughs) fun utility vehicle uh and retails for under twenty thousand dollars hmm it almost seemed like fuck bitches get money is what he's saying there. What is this? That's it's like some torpedo thing. <laughs> Who is that? Uh, I don't know. Is that his brother? Is that Tito? That's not Tito. Latoya? That's definitely Greg Scott. Marshall? Scott Disick. This oh, man, is, that guy's a fucker. This is Chris Jenner. 
I don't know Brandon Lee. Oh, Brandon Lee is wait, go back. No, that's not the Brandon not Lee I'm thinking Brandon of. Lee not uh, Bruce Lee's kid. Because uh, he's dead. Travis Scott, Patrick Dempsey. Oh, Patrick Dempsey. Lavo, Tyga, Lil Pump, Kylie Jenner. I'm done with this list. It's like, you know so many more <laughs> the, rappers than the, I could ever hope to. Uh, the longer I scroll down that list, the less familiar with these people. Well, I, I mean, you anyways. were popping out their names and pronounce them correctly. I was like, yeah, I've heard of this person. It's because they were written down. <laughs> well, you read them correctly. You know that is a struggle for my white ass. Chris Jenner. I got that North Carolina education where I'm like, mm, I'm for E except after C, but how are you going to spell ice, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember in the fourth grade or maybe even mm. not even the fourth grade? No. Maybe third grade. Possibly. Possibly even sooner where people were telling you to spell I cup. I cup. Yeah. Spell I cup, Ryan. Oh, I see what you've done there. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yes, it's been some time. It's ICUP. Yeah, how about that? But you know, if someone people are paying people to see people pee now. People uh, will literally watch you treat someone's tongue like a credit card as your ass rides up and down it. You make money. Anyways, uh dumb dumbs. Onlyfans.com slash almost accurate. Uh to <laughs> In case this podcasting thing doesn't work out, I've already uh, What would you that. say that our, our people that follow us, what do you think their biggest fetish would be sexually? sexually. What do you think their biggest thing they would want to see on our leave? <laughs> All right. Once again, we're back on the Mark Wahlberg mom thing. So necrophilia. I would think it would be like broken boners. Why? Because you're almost in there. So we're almost accurate. We're almost in there. But broken boner, like Dennis Rodman, he broke his dick like three times. It bled everywhere. Dennis according Rodman to broke his dick three. How did three he times? He told some girl one time to run from another side of the room to the bed and hop on his dick. Oh, so okay. So oh yeah, didn't, didn't stick the landing. Oh, and it fucked you up. up. We can so, look this up. I feel like we've talked about this before because as soon as I seen it, it was on Vice. And as soon as I seen it, I was like, oh, MG, I'm telling everybody I know. I told my mom, told my father, told my family. Everybody knew. I guess you can break your dick. Oh, yeah, you can. Dennis Rodman's here to tell you. Yeah. You can't fuck for like a month or so. He smoked weed with Kim Jong-un. Did he smoke weed with Kim Jong-un? Probably. He's on some, he's, uh, he's invested in some kind of company called fucking weed coin or something it's some cryptocurrency that's based on like the value of weed or something it's only a matter of time before cbd is a thing of the past and weed is just going to be out there so it's called weed coin um Mm -hmm. and this is from 2018 uh the title of this article for the verge is called why dennis robin promoted pot coin at a north korea summit Uh, so the North Korea summit time. That's why this was in 2018 again. So the summit this week with us president, Donald Trump and North Korean, this is dated. Well, North Korean leader, Kim Jong-un had an extra visitor hyping up a marijuana focused cryptocurrency, retired pro basketball player. Who else? Dennis Rodman arriving in Singapore on June 11th, wearing a t-shirt to rep his virtual currency called pot coin. So, what is PotCoin exactly? I, I hear you asking. PotCoin was released through GitHub in 2014 by three entrepreneurs in Montreal, including Joel Yaffe, Nick Iverson. 
they only listed two names of the three entrepreneurs. So that's great, great writing there. The other one didn't want to be mentioned. Yeah, apparently not. They re- anyways, they released it at approximately 4.20 p.m. Who would have thought? Uh, its website describes the coin as a banking solution for the $100 billion global legal marijuana industry. So fantastic. Good job, Dennis Rodman. Do you think Dennis Rodman will ever be famous again? He's own. He's a part owner of Potcoin. How can you not? How can and he's friends? He's personal friends with one of the, with a dictator of one of the most brutal and oppressive regimes on the planet. So I don't know. Are you saying his be, dick is the size of a tater? I'm saying his dick is as broken up as the Korean Peninsula currently. Mm. It's very, it's very segregated. <laughs> the imagery that you've painted there, my friend, is frightful <laughs> and has haunted me for this time period and for the rest of my life. You'll never be able to dissociate Dennis Rodman from whatever happened to him in that hotel room in nineteen nine whatever. I will never be able to pee the same again. Probably not. Probably. <laughs> definitely he's definitely got a situation going on where he's got a split, yeah, we got some a situation split, over here some kind of split stream going on i mean and that happens sometimes anyway i call them dueling dragons because they are dueling all over the place it, de- it definitely happens um but anyways uh we but we digress uh yes. dennis robin invested in potcoin and jake Wahlberg's mom that he killed and he thinks that necrophilia would be our only fans thing because we bang mark Wahlberg's mom i'm gonna say it's the meat because the meat is no good for you and you know they had the Wahlbergers. bless you um bless you twice you don't get three fuck you (laughs) what did you say meat will fuck you i will fuck you hard give you the fucks uh, yeah, it will fuck. It will just give you the fucks. Um, so let's go straight in the news. Let's go straight in after 13 minutes or whatever that was. There's a man who's named after anger and who keeps getting a job. We call him Mads Mickelson. <laughs> he is going to be in the Indiana Jones 5 movie. Guess what? He's probably going to play the bad guy. I could see that. Oh, I could definitely see it. Look at his face. He has a face of somebody who's like... Mm, it's very a tight face where he could be angry. Funnily enough, I've seen Mads Mikkelsen in a whole bunch of Carlsberg ads uh, when I was in Denmark, and he's inescapable over there. Is he? Oh, he must absolutely. be King Dingaling. He absolutely is. It's like Post Malone in the Bud Light Seltzer commercials. It's absolutely everywhere. Where is if that, that at? If that tells- tell me where that is. <laughs> I've seen that during the Super Bowl, and I have not seen it since. <laughs> I am not saying I don't like Posty. I think he's a tight dude. Um, but I will say that He's I have not seen down his some seltzers. Let me tell you, and what. eating Doritos. May yeah. Anyways, Mads Mikkelsen loves Carlsberg, and apparently he's going to be in Indiana Jones Five. What a tight street name, though. Hey, what's your name, Mads, Mads. Mikkelsen? That is a bitch. That is a fucking cool name. And any of those like semi Scandinavian names really are like they're just like they're simple enough that us dumbass Americans can read them, but they just sound really cool to say. Kimmy Räikkönen. <laughs> <laughs> um i will also mention that i am i am i from ancestry.com has told me that i am around 10 percent scandinavian so you're welcome how pasty is pasty me pretty pasty irish and english and scandinavian anyways i have heard that this is going to ignore that last movie where shia labeouf was this kid uh labeef so i am assuming that they just 
pretend. Well, like, why would they call it Indiana Jones five if they ignore it? What if it? they just called it Indiana Jones four again? <laughs> what it if pretended they're... like everyone forgot that the kingdom of the crystal skulls or was uh, like, no, nah, redo that movie was Indiana redo really fucking terrible. <laughs> I didn't see it. It's, it didn't make okay. sense to see. So it. let me fill you in on this. Come Sh- fill me. Shia yes. LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf is Shia Indiana Jones's father, and he, Shia LaBeouf is Indiana Jones's father. Right? How is this possible? It's a time travel sort of thing. <gasps> because you know what? Oh, that there's, makes sense now. There's aliens. Oh, this is stupid already. Yeah, there's aliens, and they've they go to find some crystal skulls, which are in Mexico, and then there's some. What Aztec year is this taking place? Here. Then it takes place in like 1956. So Indiana Jones, even within the Indiana Jones ethos, is already like 30 years past his prime because he's beat up Nazis. Now he's got to beat up aliens and Soviet troops. Like, oh. <laughs> and when I said he was his father, I actually meant his son, but it really doesn't matter because that's what I thought you meant. They're about to forget about him. Uh, and they're clearly they've written him out of the script for this next movie. Because what kid? I don't have what a kid. kid. It's like Chuck from uh, Happy Days or Donna's sister from that 70s show. Doesn't matter. Absolutely. Or like Judy. Wasn't her name Trudy or Judy from um, Family Matters? Trudy, I think. Judy Trudy. Can't remember. Trudy or Judy with big booty. Um, Mads Mickelson going to be in that shit. Maybe anyways, he won't be forgotten. I hope that they do the next one better than the last one because that last scene at Jones was, was well. I mean, this is the last one Harrison Ford's going to do, so I don't know if they're going to throw his fucking his son's going to be in there. He's just going to throw his fucking whip into the ocean, like backup son in Phoebe Waller Bridge from uh, from Fleabag, and she was in that solo movie where she was the robot that. Donald Glover had sex with. <laughs> yeah. You know, what was really funny in those Indiana Jones movies is whenever that little Asian kid looks over, I really wanted to do this at like a park with my friend who is also Asian. Um, whenever you like, look out lady, we go for a ride. He says that. I, <laughs> like that lady cracked me up. And then the thing he said, and she's like, Aah! and they're just tying their hands up. And they're like, I I don't know that for some reason that what that kid said, later we're going for a ride. It cracked me up. I don't like snakes. (laughs) I don't like snakes. There was alligators at the bottom of that uh, thing. Um, God. So apparently there's going to be a Home Alone reboot. Very close Uh, to being finished. So very close to being finished. That's what you say to somebody after you've been having sex with them for an hour and a half. So why and is, they tell you that you have a trash penis. Why, you have a trash dick. Very close to being finished. <laughs> um, I learned that from a friend at work. Why is Keenan Thompson commenting on this? Because he's probably in the movie or maybe he enjoyed it. Keenan Thompson's like our age. He's probably older. He's a, older. A little bit older, but not much older. So this was first reported. Not as too. successful either. As us. He, clearly not. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he doesn't have the staying power to kill Mark Wahlberg's family. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to think uh, of us as the kale of the situation. We just, we loved orange soda and we dropped off the face of the earth. <laughs> First announced back in 2019, apparently this Disney Plus reimagining of the classic 1990 film reportedly stars Ellie Kemper and Rob Delaney as adults who go to war with a kid. Who has uh, stolen a priceless heirloom in order to? Yeah, save sound like you're really excited. Their about home this fucking from financial man. ruin. So it's pinned by SNL writers Mike Day and Streeter Seidel, and directed by Dan Mazur. 
So it's very uh, disingenuous to have Joe Pesci and uh, Macaulay Culkin and whoever played Marv uh, on the <laughs> Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern. Sorry. My is he's not Joel Pesci and he Joel also, Pesci. There's Joel no Pesci. such thing. <laughs> Joe Pesci. I, he's, that's the televangelist actor, Joel Olstein <laughs> Pesci. You can't stay here during the flood. <laughs> God will you protect savages. you if you give me a thousand dollars and let me have sex with your wife. Yeah. Anyways. Hey, come on over and fuck my wife, man. Uh, I think I just could budge all state and Jerry Falwell together as well. Anyways. Either way, those are all fuckers. Anyway, so SNL comedian. (laughs) We're just going to follow. I don't care. Uh, Pete Davidson's going to be. He's going to play Joey Ramone in a Netflix movie. So I am from the punk rock community. And I know a lot of people are really upset about this. There's all the people not are as not upset happy about Jake about this. Paul fans when he roasted him with the MMA fight. People are not excited about this. I've seen a lot of people. They are just not happy about this. He's from Staten Island, and I, I people there's some people who are just still fanatical about the Ramones. It blows my mind because I go and I've gone through an added groups for my band, and it's like there are a ton of people who are just like. Ramones, you can sort of see the resemblance in this photo that they posted side by side. We're like, here's a white yeah, man. Yeah, people are still glasses. fucking upset, man. <laughs> They're <laughs> still upset. He may look like him. People they, are upset. Don't you like how you put two white people side by side in sunglasses? And I don't black know. and white, and they're the same person all of a sudden. <laughs> you know what? Really weird. It, it doesn't weird me out, but it's just kind of like weird how people think. Like, so you're like two white people, but I see like two Italian people. But I've also watched like Jersey Shore and they're like, yeah, we're two white dudes in the hood going to go get our hair cut at a barbershop. And I was like, it's just funny to see like people's perspective of who they are and how they identify as. Anyways, Pete Davidson identifies as a fucking chode. Yeah, clearly. And nobody's happy about it. Uh, but he did that epic takedown of that Jake, Jake Paul during that MMA fight. So God, and speak of someone, which else. I just hate myself for repeating everything that I just said out loud. You hate your life. Go kill yourself. <sighs> Bear yourself with your necrophilia. Predator romance. <laughs> the Predator writers are uh, suing over a franchise copyright, but Disney is putting up a fight because who would have thought? After the largest company years. in the world <laughs> would lawyer up. So the writers of the 1987 sci-fi action That movie. is old as me, man. I was born in 87. Were you, uh, did you know anybody that was a writer on the Predator franchise? Well, as soon as I came out of the womb, I looked at my father and said, hey, yo, bitch. Oh, your first words were, hey, yo, bitch. Yes. In first sentence, my first word was, a. Did after that you say, hey, and... 34 years i hope jim and john thomas claim that disney's hold on the series is about to lapse but the studio is unwilling to relinquish the rights to the predator franchise i'm thinking this is bobo as hell did you also say that u.s copyright laws allows for authors to cancel ownership of their work by previous rights holders and reclaim the copyright after 35 year period you know according to the hollywood reporter you know what i said i said you might be reading this verbatim Um, These were your first words, Ryan. So don't don't be (laughs) followed by everything that I just said. Perfect. I was quite ahead of my time. Exactly. I I got dumb as time went by. Did you? 
I was super down. smart as a child. I'm just dumb now. Had a lot more street cred Once as a I child too. I started breathing this earth air, I started getting fucking stupid. Uh, there's uh, Mark Wahlberg again in his, his, his uh, workout or whatever he does during the day. Yeah. He fucking beats off or whatever, fucker. You posted. Scary tree creature reported to animal control turns out to be a croissant. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this and I just cracked up. I was like, oh, man, that that is totally... Who's dumbass? Okay, like, so oh my god, there's a croissant. This is another TMZ article. So the first, oh, of course, the first paragraph of this says, <laughs> "A Polish woman's got to be feeling pretty flaky about the panic phone call she made to animal control to report a strange creature lurking in a tree that turned out to be a pastry." Okay, before you toast the concerned lady too much, take a look at the mystery beast in a Krakow neighborhood. It looks like two croissants. I mean, that is a huge croissant if that's a singular croissant. But the croissant is like croissant moon. So it looks like there's like two croissants here yeah. in this picture. Anyways, TMZ has linked another article called Celebrities Eating Croissants. Oh, yeah. So here's Emily Ratajkowski eating a croissant. What is your favorite bread, Jake? Here's I'm a bread connoisseur. I like they said celebrities and the second person I don't know. Carly Kloss, I've heard of her. Sarah Hyland, Modern Family. Mm. Here's the same lady twice eating a croissant. Aziz Ansari. He also enjoys croissants. Yeah, but it's not a picture a of him bread. eating one. Here's a picture of him that they just stuck his photo in the corner. And that's a plate of croissants. That's not Aziz Ansari eating a croissant. Maybe it was the day after he got accused of I don't being know who picks, in that who, sexual assault thing. Do you know which, who? Hmm. Which was really just a bad date, and somebody going I re- for a cash I do, grab. I remember that now. Do you remember? Do you know who Pixie Lot is? I don't know. Uh, who that I don't is. know. Fucking like. Do you know who Louisa Rowe is? These are celebrities, Ryan. We're supposed to. These know. people need According, to know me. I don't need to know them. Mindy Kaling. Oh yeah, I know her. Love her in the office. Here's this. This the set. This she. This Chiara Fergini has been on here three times. She fucking loves she not gain don't weight know who so this person yeast. is, but they've put this the girl a, eats so much bread. You think this she article is called 12 celebrities eating. Croissants, well, I mean, technically that has been on here three times already. This well, is six celebrities and Chiara Faragrini eating croissants so far. You were really upset about this. I, I enjoy croissants. This is an inaccurate reporting, but we are almost accurate. <laughs> we're never accurate. Anyways, that there's article, a bullseye. We're not on it. That article just crashed. So we'll never know who the other three celebrities are, but I bet you know that what, at I'll least live. one, I'll, at least one more of them eating croissant is Chiara Ferragrini. I really like sourdough as well. Do you know what I also like, including multiple things? People that have multiple. <laughs> go, go, you know what I like, including multiple things. Um, let me count. I, you the like ways. How I was jumping towards that segue where I was like, people that have multiple things attached to them. Anyways, Alfred Molina has confirmed like a threesome. That- <laughs> Yeah, Alfred Molina having a threesome with the Doc Ark, Doc Ock octopus arms. That can get really sexy, really get fingered fast. and jacked off, and still have like four extra arms. Anyways, he's basically confirmed that uh, he's going to be back for the Spider-Man uh, No Way Home because he's tired of keeping secrets. Uh, and I quote from Alfred Molina, when we were shooting Spider-Man, we were under orders not to talk about it because it was supposed to be a big secret. But, you know, it's all over the Internet. I actually described myself as the worst kept secret in uh, Hollywood. So, Ryan, um, you know, octopuses have eight arms. 
uh, much like some large insects and or arachnids, which may also have uh, eight, eight arms. <laughs> and so you never know when those kinds of creatures may uh, in, invade your house and, and give you a bit of a bit of a fright. So peek behind the curtain. <laughs> Moments ago, <laughs> mere moments ago, <laughs> we had to stop recording because my wife called me not once, but twice in between. After the first call, I sent her a text and said, you OK? She called me back and I said, oh, no, must be something serious. So I reached out to my wife as, you know, like a normal person would. A normal person would. And she said there was a tiny bug in the house and that she was locked in the in the bathroom. Was it a croissant? It might have been a croissant. <laughs> I should have asked her. I'd be like, was it flaky? And did it look delicious? She, she might have answered correctly, but uh, apparently it's flying around and is going to kill her. Quite like Jake has done to Mark Wahlberg's mom. God you motherfucker. <laughs> So, um, what I've also learned this Speaking week is dead <laughs> cousin it, the actor who played him, or it, Felix should, Sia, Sila, Sia, Sia. I'm assuming. I don't know. Passed Died at 84. 84. Yeah, old motherfucker. We didn't really know what he looked like at all. Well, Just wore a bunch of hair and a bolo cap and went. Well, and some sunglasses. Something else is dead. Amazon has has uh, canceled its uh, Lord of the Rings MMO. So that's good, I guess. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of MMOs. I, I don't play Warcraft. And do you remember the big one when we were in school? Fucking RuneScape that people were all obsessed with. RuneScape. RuneScape. That was, I'm a little bit older than you. I do not recall this. Well, I recall we used to play games with the cards, Jake. <laughs> we used to be out there playing um, hopscotch and and. Oh, Silo. Yeah. Maxia used to play Maxia on the playground. Yeah, we used to play with maxi pads with, <laughs> and tell the women we didn't tell know what got, they were. We got their the period pads. Ha <laughs> I know it's disgusting. Periods. I feel for you, ladies. Um PS5 is the Hang on. Best selling game console <laughs> ever through five months. What like, a weird stat. <laughs> so, you know, people will look at stats and they will try to just devour them. So I'm thinking what that means, because I'm not going to read it. It's stupid to read. Despite the Nintendo Switch outselling the PS5 in March, you know the reason why? Because you can't buy a fucking PlayStation 5 right now. <laughs> well, there's like all this, this chip shortage and bullshit and stuff yeah. like that. I can tell you that I have been trying to get one for about three weeks now and unsuccessful at this point. Uh, but I did. There's apps to go out there and let oh, alert you whenever. No, I have. I've subscribed to all the Twitter things. I got on yesterday and I got in Sony has thing called playstation direct that will they'll let you in a queue and i know it's pretty exciting i'm wilding out here they'll let you in a queue and then after that you can get into the store so they'll just start it'll be like oh we'll let you in in 10 minutes and then it'll say wait time an hour and then i thought i was going to get in yesterday because my wait time was three minutes when they sold out oh that sucks so Wonderful stuff there, Sony. Anyways. So whenever you get in there, like you have to beat everybody to the punch because I'm I sure there's multiples. They, there's like multiple messages that pop up and be like, when we let you in the store, you have 10 minutes to complete your transaction. But the th annoying thing is that if you get in the store, it doesn't guarantee that you can buy one. <laughs> so 
it's it's still a mess. It still will be a mess, probably for. But a lot of people are super fucking like obsessed with this, and I'm just like, you know what? I'll pay attention. If I get lucky, I get lucky. I'm not basing my whole life around this. <laughs> So if I try and I fail, it's fine. It's not that big a deal. But some people are fucking obsessed with this. <laughs> I'm going on a tangent right here. A long time ago, I worked for a grocery store, as you well know, because you worked there as well. Yes, I was. Ryan was technically my manager. <laughs> That's right. I managed you to success. You set me up for the path of success. For failure. I set you up for failure. Um, no, we had Ticketmaster. And I remember I used to have to do all that Ticketmaster shit. And there was this one time where uh, all these people, huge fish fans, there was like a fish concert or whatever. I just thought people were like i fucking love salmon man yeah i love fucking I love tuna salmon and tuna. sea bass catfish and shrimp um love sturgeon i love yellow tail mahi mahi uh that flounder fella from the little mermaid <laughs> he's sweet um no so i tried to buy those people get these people tickets and literally could not get anybody tickets it sold out so quick and none of those those motherfuckers were there for a little bit you know, whatever. They were very sweet and stuff. I should have asked them for weed. I bet they had it and they would have been really cool with <laughs> At a me. fish concert, that's the soberest place I could imagine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I went to a Tom Petty concert and that is not the most sober place you could be. Um, we were smoking the legal shit potpourri, but there was a lot of smell of weeds there. I went to an Avenged Sevenfold concert when I was 17 and an old lady grabbed my butt. It was weird. How old was she? 50 was she hot no could she get it no <laughs> well you know there's there's a difference it was, like, it was a genuinely actually disturbing experience so when she grabbed your ass what did you do i turned around i was like bro what you said to I her didn't say, bro, bro what, what? <laughs> I, didn't say, I don't, I don't know if i said anything out loud but my face definitely was did like, she wink at you or give you any kind of indication that was her I can't remember. I just felt well, how do like you know it's her. You I, accuse this woman of doing something. I felt a hand between my butt crack, and all of a sudden, I turned around and I was like, "She was a doo doo diver, dude." Man, it was. Maybe she's checking for was, a diaper. It was weird. And some <laughs> somebody else offered. So I went with my huh? friend, my friend Gene, and his dad took us to the concert because it was one of the first shows I'd ever been to. I was like 16, 17 at the Greensboro Coliseum. Was his dad there the whole time with you? Yeah, guys? yeah. And they did he they, get grabbed too? I don't think so, but I think that they got Gene too. Oh, God. <laughs> like a, just a bat bat, like real quick. Just mm. her old leathery hands yeah. sliding up the ass crack of your yeah, ass. I don't know what trailer park she came out of, but she was out and she full was dragging force. you back Anyways, to the abyss, my friend. To I the definitely, wide. definitely. I remember mid song, somebody put like a joint between the two of us and we we're just like, nah. <laughs> what was Gene's dad like? Yeah. Did he give you the nod? Like, I'll look away, boys. No, he was. He, I think he looked over and laughed because both of us were like, oh, marijuana. <laughs> this is insane. This is, I've never seen hard drugs like this in person. <laughs> um, that has happened to me before. I sat outside the fair at the Winston-Salem Coliseum with uh, my best friend and this guy in a Michael Vick jersey long, long ago when Michael Vick was still prevalent. He came up and asked us prevalent. if we wanted any pre-dog fighting. Yeah, pre-dog fighting. <laughs> he was like, "You want any green?" 
and neither of us knew what to say. And he was like, are you guys athletes? Well, the pastiest, whitest kids that you've ever seen <laughs> with red hair, nonetheless. Yeah. I mean, how many Irish are really, you know? Yeah, you're wearing sunscreen at night. So <laughs> <laughs> you can practically see through our bodies. Tra- we said that we translu- were athletes. A translucent yes. American. <laughs> we said that we were athletes. And, uh, you know, I think eventually he called on like, hey, these kids aren't stoners. But yeah. I never had an old lady grab me, but Michael Vick has propositioned me for drugs. <laughs> That's my life. That's my story. Uh, what a crazy tale. I don't know. Um, uh, it was weird. It was a weird experience. That's the only time I think that's ever happened to me. And it was a woman a, grab your ass. Unprovoked or unasked for. Uh, anyways, it, but she it happened, might be all right, man. It happened so quick. I was genuinely like, did that really just happen? <laughs> did you think about it later? Did you go home? Like, I'm going to beat off about this I later. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, it was damn, gr- dude. It was like, was- I was, gr- it was gross, but also a bit sad and slightly in- intriguing. No, <laughs> <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> You daddy, I wasn't even like mad about it. I was like, oh well that's fucking sad. Like <laughs> Were you hoping whenever it happened, were you thinking I wasn't hoping happened? anything? <laughs> I know what like, I know please, what you're please I know be. what you're like. I know exactly what this line of questioning is gonna be like. <laughs> I'm just gonna dig it deeper and deeper till I get the answer I want so I can be like Ew. where I'm just like fucking what I don't care. Whatever. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh god well oh mm. anyways <laughs> it just it was just shy of just shy of the one ring but you know what we've also saw a trailer for shang chi and the ten, <laughs> legend what? of the ten rings yeah 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 master of kung fu it's shot a different way i noticed that the and aquafina's in it Copyright Aquafina, but it's spelled a different way. I, I enjoyed the fact she's in here. Uh, it's an all Asian cast. Didn't recognize of anybody else in this, if I'm honest. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I enjoy her because I know she's going to be the comic relief. And I these movies just need comic relief unless they're doing something magical. Like Doctor Strange, I could have used a little more humor. I think this looks interesting. And it's... It is. It's the first thing we've seen in so long. I know because we've seen Black Widow for like two years now. The trailers for it, and yeah, and that's just more realistic. I enjoy this like magical shit. I think that's the difference between Winter Soldier and the Falcon versus like WandaVision has had more magic to it. I think I that, appreciate that and Marvel does blend that in a very interesting way to where it's it's usually it's it's believable but also fun. And I think that this combined with the the kung fu elements. Um, the what l- seems to be a pretty much all Asian cast, uh, at least in like the main leading roles, and that seems, you know, it, it's it looks interesting, it looks fun, and it it definitely has like an era of uh, that d- definitely has that Marvel universe sheen over it. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, I, whether it's going to be an all time classic for for me or not, that remains to be seen. But you know what, Marvel does have a decent record of putting out uh, at least passable movies, so I, I think that it's uh, I think it's going to be good. What do you think the so, worst Marvel movie has been to date, as far as like this new kind of? I haven't seen all of them to be honest. But what's the worst to you though? The first Thor. 
I just remember it being extremely boring. I remember Natalie Portman, who is a great actor, but was absolutely phoning it in for that first one. And I, I just, I hated the sound that thing made whenever it <laughs> shot like laser beams out of his eyes. It was just Stupid. bothered me. Uh, Iron Man two and three were also pretty bad from what I remember. There's the yeah, one Iron good. Man two where he pissed in the suit or he was like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> so shit <sick>. happens. <laughs> Iron Man three. I remember he wasn't in the suit, but for about um, like 10 minutes and then they've, I had a bunch of iron uh, robotic Iron Man's flying around, which doesn't make any sense because it's all CGI. You just throw the dude in there. Yeah, I remember the big deal about that was that they had filmed in Wilmington, and that was North this, Carolina. What? What? I went to school there the summer after they had finished filming Iron Man three, so that people were still talking about it. And when the movie came out, I was like, "Yeah, it's fine." That's like the time <laughs> Kid Rock came to the Kernersville Waffle House. They still talk about that. Why? Um, did he hand out a Kernersville, bunch of, Jake? Did he hand That's out all we of, have. He had a bunch of red hats while he was there. Dude, I, I went to Waffle House and I'm sure I've shared this on here, but like the uh, lady who worked there, like a couple, uh, like a month later, I brought it up to her and she's like, yeah, he was here. Here's my phone. Look at the pictures, took pictures, man eating a waffle. I'm like, all right, cool. Whatever. A man eating a waffle who may or may not have been Kid Rock. Oh, it definitely was Kid Rock, man. You could smell a pig a mile away, More dude. Like kid rock bottom. Mm. Hit power bottom. <laughs> um, the Flash movie begins production. Um, they also have a new logo. And we found out that Michael Keaton will be returning. As Batman. This. Yes. He won't be the Flash. <laughs> but he may flash his penis. Oh, we can only hope. No. 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 Old shriveled up turtle. Yeah. We're gonna be see the see the Batman and the Robin in this one, <laughs> and the the Robin's eggs. <laughs> the Robin's eggs. Um. Uh. Anyways, good on Ezra Miller. Uh, he's got no other personal issues going on. Like so. choking any women. Yeah. Does Ezra Iceland Miller have to choke somebody? People forgot about. Um, Vin Diesel, he's going to be in a movie based on the Rock'em Sock'em robots, which is kind of funny. I was like, real still which is a movie with Hugh Jackman. Uh, this is just stupid, and this is just the cash grab. Um, but, you know, we're going to see it like Bloodshot, man. Remember Bloodshot? You love Bloodshot, dude. I hate it. the bagels rocking, don't come on, knock and play. It was fucking stupid. I mean, it was kind of fun, but it was also Fast really stupid. Fast and Furious is going to outer space, dude. Well, it's good to see that he's got some other art, more artistic uh, ventures that he's going to launch upon. So he might as well just do a parody of. Do you want to read? Do you want me to read a quote from Vin Diesel? Oh, I'd love to you to do that, please. <clears throat> Try to be profound. To take this classy rock song with Patel as my partner, what kind of world building franchise making success we had with the universe is truly exciting. I heard something about it. I tried to do my truly. best. That was my best Vin Diesel impersonation. <laughs> well, let me tell you. All I could do is talk really low and mumble, which is all he ever does. That's acting when you're Vin Diesel. You just kind of. I feel like I'd be a great actor. I could just be like, you just. Exactly. You just roll out of bed and you record every single scene when you've only been out of bed for 10 minutes. That's acting. 
That's what Vin Diesel does. He's he's going to be in a movie about Rock'em Sock'em Robots. He slept walked his way through the last twenty years of his career. That's all he needed to do. He makes more money than both of us. <laughs> so speaking of that, speaking of that, the uh, Batman, Batman uh, planned TV spinoff <laughs> series, which is set to debut on HBO Max. This will, is more uh, Sylvester Stallone than Vin Diesel. But I'm going to roll on with Jim Gordon. Yo, Adrian. I was trying to make it so people could understand me. Yeah. Um, I'm not yeah. really looking forward to this Jim Gordon thing. I'm just like, give me the fucking Batman movie. Don't try to stretch your dollar. Give like, get the, the fuck Batman. out of the way. Give like, me a, just me show me cops, man. If you're gonna give me that bullshit, just show me cops. Why are you so sweaty, Ryan? Because cops <laughs> came on and I was teabagging your drum set. Game of Thrones star Emilia Clark. Emilia. Emilia joins marvel's secret invasion so basically she's gonna be one of them green bitches uh what do they call them the scrolls scroll bitches <laughs> yes we all remember at the end of captain marvel where she said hey i'm gonna go talk to you green bitches <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus christ what if we can live in the world i feel like some of my take is sometimes a little ghetto compared to like how marvel tries to make it all nice and stuff i'm just like yo let's just keep green it real bitches. green bitches i wish i could see a ghetto version of like the marvel movies where people just, just keep like, it real man just you know just say what jackson would. talk like you normally would be like hey there's some great bitches come <laughs> down from these motherfuckers <laughs> i want to see that movie i want to see that movie and i would love it hey this space bitch just fell over this blockbuster <laughs> man oh fuck up my rentals you know i've been waiting weeks to see that movie it's been you know so i ain't returned turner and hooch yet <laughs> <laughs> i love that motherfucker tom hanks <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait when he stars in <laughs> don't you land on my goddamn flip phone it's gonna be some fucked up shit right there I ain't returned both rentals of Castaway yet oh I rented Castaway twice don't make <laughs> don't criticize a man when that fucking volleyball rolls away off the raft and he starts oh crying <laughs> like a little green bitch <laughs> <laughs> When a FedEx man crashes on a fucking tropical island with a volleyball. <laughs> fucking love that shit. Oh, you remember when he was when Tom Hanks was in, in, in France in the 1940s and had to rescue Matt Damon's ass? No, what movie is that? Saving Private Ryan. Oh yeah. That was <laughs> you his- not remember Saving Private Ryan? Because his part was so small in it. It was and Tom Sizemore. He was Come the on, man. private Tom Ryan. Sizemore. <laughs> he was the private Ryan they had. Yeah, to but that bitch was in there for like five minutes and then he just ran home like a little ass. Like, hey, your family's dead. You need to go home. And he's like, Mom, Mark Wahlberg's still alive? No, Mark Wahlberg's dead. Donnie's dead. Tito, Latoya, they all <laughs> dead. You need to go LaToya. home, man. Kelly. <laughs> Uh, uh, Beyonce, they all gone. Greg, Brady, Cindy, all them bitches, <laughs> all damn bitches. They call Greg, them green bitches. Not Greg, Brady, and Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> all them handsome bros is gone, yo. <laughs> so yeah, I'm looking for like some kind of like black dynamite kind of like parody of like you know where they just keep it real and they just make it funny and light and it's kind of hilarious. 
That's what I want. That's uh, that's the parody I want. And if nobody's come up with it yet, then shame of, on you because that's a gold one of mine. My favorite segments from this entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just Samuel Jackson mad about the different VHS. Hey, tapes. motherfucker! <laughs> uh, James Gunn has apparently finished his final cut of the Suicide Squad with several months to spare. So good on him. Hey, even bigger news, How I Met Your Mother's Mother Mutter. How I Met Your Mother. Sequel starring Hilary Duff is going to be called How I Met Your Father. Oh, wow. They've really, they've really I, done something. I there. think of some of my friends, and this applies to How I Met Your Mother, too. But how many people was she probably going to have sex with, you know, to, you know, hey, I fucked this guy in a bathroom or what, what kind of what kind of woman is she going to be? Is she going to be promiscuous? Because I have some friends who are promiscuous and they will like have sex anywhere. Would it be kind of like the uh, 1996 Tom Hank movie, uh, That Thing You Do? Or like that 1998 movie about the one where he fucked the volleyball? You've got mail. Yeah, that's the one where he put the <laughs> volleyball in his ass. I'm thinking more about the one where he fucked that volleyball in space. Apollo 13. <laughs> mm, God. Hey, BT Dubs, I know you haven't seen it, but... Sleepless in Seattle. No, I haven't. <laughs> no, I, I want to say it's in the movie um, or, or in the Falcon, the Winter Soldier. But somebody gets handed, like, some balls. And I remember thinking to myself, are those Benoit balls? Like, here, shove these up your ass and they'll help you, you know, contort a little better whenever you, you, you fucking the back end of that box. You they know probably what I'm saying? did that in like a small space, kind of like 1995's the celluloid closet. Mm. Um, or, <laughs> or it was, uh, hold on. Here's a, here's a more known one also from 1995, but they could take those Benoit balls and put them in a chest because the humans walk into the room and you gotta be real quiet. Toy story. Ting, 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 <laughs> Toy ting. story one. Nope. Nope. There's a snake in my boot because there's some Benoit balls in my butt. Story two. Anyways, life is like a box of Benoit balls. Tom, 1994's Forrest Gump. Or 2001's Castaway. Well, you know what? I think Tom Hanks is really in a league of his own 1992. <laughs> Anyways. Well, he better hop on that ride on that Polar Express. Bitch. Oh, that was from 2008. Was this it? I don't strict, know. How do you know? Are you looking at IMDb? Just aren't strictly nineties Tom Hanks movie. We only do seventies Joel and nineties Tom Hanks. <laughs> Take your skank hooker wife, because we only do eighties Joel here. Your sir. skank hooker wife. This is the Catalina wine mixer. The fucking Catalina wine mixer. Suck a butt. <clears throat> Speaking of sucking a butt, Speaking Disney of international and waters. Sony uh, strike a deal to suck each other's butt to bring <laughs> Spider-Man movies to Disney Plus. So thank God. Um, I was actually, this is actually good news because there was a, uh, that announcement last week that Sony reached a deal with Netflix to stream their movies on Netflix. So it's surprising that they've turned around and been like, Oh, guess what? Spider-Man stuff going to be on Disney now after they did that deal. But it's, it's not only going to include Spider-Man movies, Ryan, but it's also going to include other tent poles. Uh, excuse me, as, like pinching a tent? Such as Jared Leto's Morbius. No, which go is not fuck yourself, the Jared Uncharted Leto. movie, which has also not come out, come out yet. Where the Crawdads Sing and Bullet Train, which I don't Where the know. Crawdads I sing. don't know what those last two are. Uh, but Disney will also have the ability to make the films available across its linear TV networks as well as streaming services. 
So thank God for that. Hopefully Venom as well. That modern day masterpiece. Yes. Where a man sits in a tank of sits lobsters in a lobster and he eats them alive. He eats them like tater just, tots out of a trash can. And he too. just looks at him and he's like, I was hungry. And you're like, okay, yeah, I could see that, man. You're cool. So there's a Hawkeye series that's wrapped production. So who's excited about that? Just see some guy shoot his little arrow. Bang, bang, bang. After watching Jeremy Ritter in the town, go fuck yourself. How about I that? I mean, I, he was really good in that. Um, Knights in the Old Republic remake reportedly in development. I have never played that game. Perfect. Uh, I posted this for you. So, But I know great. that you can buy it right now on iOS for $9. So if you have not tried it, maybe try it. It's cheap. I know a lot of people love that game. Apparently it's super long and it's some, probably considered by a lot of people to be one of the best Star Wars games. Really? But you haven't played it? No. <laughs> um, give me your Star Wars card. No soup take, for you. You can just leave with my Darth Vader helmet, I guess. No, I'm not going to leave it. I'm going to smash it. Probably the closest thing. I'm going to take your lightsaber, too. <laughs> um, LeVar Burton, he's going to finally host Jeopardy after people have asked and asked and asked. Um, Doctor Strange 2 is uh, wrapped up filming this week. According to Kevin Feige. So that's that's some good news. But enough, legit. enough about all this shit, Ryan. We've got... We've got so we've got to lay down the law. Give me the motherfucking kitty bracelet, you motherfuckers! God damn it! Or he said, "Give me the goddamn kitty bracelet, you motherfucker!" God damn it! That was it. Yeah. Anyways, we're talking about nobody this week. The uh, the a movie, Bob, a Bob Odenkirk joint, uh, if you will. I don't think anybody's saying that. <laughs> nobody said that. Anyways, it was on. Uh, it came out in theaters about a month or so ago. And was it? I thought it came out like to video on demand last Friday. So that's what um, it is. We finally got to watch it. Uh, I rented it, watched it last night, and I have to say, Ryan, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I rented it and I watched it this uh, afternoon. <laughs> In its entirety. Uh, I have to say, extremely violent. It made me grit my teeth and want me multiple to beat um, the shit out of somebody. Mul- multiple occasions, I have to say. Um, there are some... It's mostly fun, but there are definitely some brutal, gross moments, notably involving a person's trachea and a bendy straw. Uh, on a public bus that made me uh, cringe just a little bit. I thought about you. I was like, this is going to be squeamish, but it wasn't that bad. You know, Uh, it doesn't, it's not as bad as something like a bright burn where a, a, a man's jaw gets completely torn off by a steering wheel. (laughs) It was that in his. Honestly, I covered my eyes for that part, but the sound effects let me know that I was not missing anything. Yeah. It was brutal. Um, but this movie is um, by the same uh, writer that did the John Wick movies. Uh, and I think that there's a lot of people are kind of comparing those uh, franchises. I think that I don't know mm-hmm. if they're necessarily trying to build a franchise out of this, but I think that Bob Odenkirk brings a certain. I'm not quite sure what how I would describe sex. it. He's a certain phys- a certain sex appeal to it where he's like 60 year old man sex appeal. Uh, and then Christopher Lloyd is bringing that 95-year-old man sex appeal to it. It's the kind that will grab your ass at an Avenged Sevenfold well, concert, concert and leave you asking for more. <laughs> um, but yeah, how, what did you what did you think about it? Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, so basically, 
at the beginning of the movie, you, you see Bob Odenkirk, Odenkirk going through like the mundane life and like every day's exact same. He's doing the same shit, but he's also getting bogged down. And I was like, well, maybe this is a movie about him going postal and just like snapping at one point. But during the movie, you find out that he is he has a set of skills <laughs> and uh, he no, kind of nobody gets taken, though. Nobody gets taken except their lives get taken. <laughs> there were some very cool <laughs> things in here. <laughs> um, but what your question was, what did I, what was your question again? I said, what did you like about the movie? Oh, what did I like about the movie? <laughs> I was going into descriptions. Um, so. There's a couple things, and I'm kind of skipping around. I thought the music was great in this movie. The music was great. Um, great song selections, and there was, seems like there was a little bit of a um, like a little soft techno score in the background that was quite good too. Um, there, I thought the fighting scenes. I mean, obviously, um, you're. It was a little bit like uh, a little silly. It was cartoony, and like he gets thrown out of the bus at one point, and he just gets back in it. Yeah. Which is great, but it's kind of realistic because he didn't just immediately get in there. You saw him like pick up his pieces and yeah. get in it. Um, I really, really, really liked the fact that um, his house had the ability to burn bodies twice as much. Um, so the bodies would burn. And it was the song that he played in the record and it would cause a fire in the way that record spinned. Yeah. And I thought that, that was like the coolest part for me. Spanned. Spanned. Yeah, the record spanned. The record spun? Mm. Spun around? Disagree. Uh, the record rotated <laughs> to cause a fire. And the fire was moving in a centrifugal way. <laughs> to, to cause a great big conflagration. Um, <laughs> so I think that was cool. Um, yeah, I just really enjoy the ultraviolence. It really... The the bus scene, I think that's the standout to me. Um, I definitely got really pissed off. It's kind of like this nice guy trying to do everything, and you just want to see the nice guy succeed and beat the shit out of people. And I didn't know if he, he was going to let them live or whatever, and he did. But, man, yeah. later on, he's knifing up. People don't give a shit. Yeah, so... Basically, Bob Odenkirk, he is a man who's fallen asleep in his... He's dormant everyday life to himself Uh, and his house gets broken into one night and they steal literally what looks like a bowl full of cash. And there's like $20 in it and the candy bracelet and maybe his kid. But as we later find out that that was supposedly the driving force for him to reenter this world of government uh he got so mad about the kitty bracelet man actually so we find out that he is a trained government assassin he's like a he calls himself an auditor uh which basically means that he shows up and murders people that are inconvenient for the government the u.s government to still have alive uh that's him bouncing the books is showing up and killing people um, can't be afraid to cut a bitch yo. The he's not afraid to cut a One bitch of them green bitches <laughs> no the green thing ain't no green bitches here he's balancing books uh they're gonna they're not gonna be not gonna be in the red they're in the black for sure um so yeah his his uh his daughter is like hey my kitty cat bracelet's missing so he just without a word grabs his jacket <laughs> yeah and leaves just leaves us <laughs> but there was like a multitude of things i think this was just a straw that broke the camel's back yeah. but at the same time it was just like damn yeah. that, that's the one as we later find out, the kitty cat bracelet, uh, just under the couch. 
They didn't take it at all. It was just misplaced. Uh, but so l- really, that's not the driving force. It's he is just looking for literally any excuse to kind of reactivate and wake up his previous. I, I like the line that he uses. He's <laughs> like, when one door opens, another or one door closes, another one opens. He's like, God, please open that door. And that's right before the bus scene. Right. And so he basically he he tracks he very easily tracks down these people that broke into his house. And as we find out, because he it shows very obviously he's zoomed in on the person's tattoo. So mm-hmm. he goes to his his dad was in the CIA or no, he's in the FBI. Actually, he shows up. He's like he just takes his badge. He suddenly is like a detective just walking from tattoo parlor to tattoo parlor. Hey, uh, tell me about this person. What is the person tattoo? He tracks them down to their apartment. It's just a couple. They're very poor. They have a sick child. And that's apparently the reason why they've resorted desperate enough to just break into but they definitely houses. kept the watch yeah um and, and he she even said is it worth anything he said it's worth something to me so it's apparently not worth any actual monetary money it's probably just a gift or something that he got but or maybe it comes into play in the sequel maybe when they make uh, it. It, it we're just assuming that it's it, it does it doesn't really matter though because he's frustrated that these people aren't a clean target for him he Goes in the room, sees they have a sick baby. Instead of, I'm assuming, taking out all of his literal rage on them, decides not to do it. Uh, and then he rides the bus back home like he does pretty much every other single day. Uh, and these drunk fucking Russian assholes crash a, a, a land, a Range Rover into a concrete barrier. And then the bus stops and then they get on the bus. And then he's like, I'm going to fuck these people up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really on from there because those Russian uh, assholes turns out that they're part of the Russian mafia and they have larger connections to a man named Yulian Kirishinkov. It'd be that way sometimes, y'all. Yeah. Uh, who is guarding a the uh, Obshank, which is a collection of uh, what looks like just big stacks of cash that they transport between different locations, uh, you know, like the mafia does, apparently. Um, and so it's really on from there. Uh, he's really poked the hornet's nest because he kills this man's younger brother. Kills him. Uh, he beats him up real bad, breaks his windpipe, and then takes a bendy straw and puts it in his uh, trachea. Kind of so, similar to Saul. Yeah, so that he can breathe just a little bit. Uh, anyways, this man dies and uh, the the other Russian. But he sucked. Yeah, he sucked anyways. He we don't really, suck don't really care about him, but. Um, Blech. stuff starts catching up to Bob Odenkirk. He's trying to make some lasagna, uh, like he used to from like scratch. He used to from scratch, you know. I got he got off work early. He got so made some lasagna from scratch, uh, and some Russian dudes show up and just ruin dinner completely. Just he has to throw his family into the basement and it becomes right. like a panic room. Yeah, and, and we find out he's got an actual panic room set up because he's got fucking hidden breakers to throw all the lights off he's he can lock them in the basement wife and kid don't know yeah they, and they're just like what is happening he's like just sh- don't shut, call shut the fuck up for two seconds <laughs> just for once in your goddamn life just stop talking I need to be me let me handle second. this for once <laughs> he kills 30 people in his house literally um makes sense to me gets tased gets put in the Don't back tase of, me, bro. Gets put in the back of a car crashes the car because he gets the uh fire extinguisher and 
<laughs> pokes it through the back of the seat, it's crashes surprise, the car, uh, slips his cuffs, crashes the car, uh, walks home, lets his family out. They're like, hey, we need to get out of here. And he's like, yeah, just go, go on. Anyway, he's got a lot of a lot of shit to do, but the basically the whole movie culminates in this big dramatic sequence where he goes back to his place of work, buys it from his father-in-law for a stack of gold bars, <laughs> uh, and then proceeds to turn that place into a Kevin McAllister style really did death trap <laughs> shows up and be like, all right, so we're gonna set this up, set this up here. There was no grease, there was no slipping. <laughs> Uh, but there were some spikes. Uh, Raza showed up. Wu Tang. Yep. Uh, Doc Brown shows up. He's uh, Bob Odenkirk's dad in this, aka Christopher Lloyd, who's still alive and cooking. Absolutely. Every time we see him in a movie, we're like, "Oh, Christopher Lloyd's still alive." That's good to know. My <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, I think that he's also got maybe um, Parkinson's, like uh, Michael J. Fox has. Maybe something. Well, I know that they did some kind of guest appearance in 2015 where it was like back to the future two, where they did some kind of guest appearance together. I think he's been Christopher Lloyd's in been in not in super great health, but he seems to be getting around. Okay. in this, so that's obviously he's 82 years old, obviously good thing to, uh, to see. But anyways, it's got this dramatic culmination where he just slaughters basically all of the Russian mob. He goes on a rampage he shows up to this guy's uh, where he's got all the money, just torches it Joker style because he just wants to watch there the world. There was a lot burn. of that in here. <laughs> there was a lot of like things that I saw in the Dark Knight that I saw yep. in this, especially like the Claymore that he was going to blow yep. up. Big pile of cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just burning, just burning it all down. He's oh, well, a fucking someone with a tattoo that reminded me of the Joker. When people saw the tattoo. Bob Odenkirk is fucking psycho in this <laughs> he re- i mean he ba- the first half hour of this you're really just thinking like oh he's just this boring guy and all and now he's got to try to prove himself but all of this is just the big reveal is that he's really is his whole previous life was he's just this fucking assassin that he's trying to pretend to be this boring suburban dad for years and it's kind of like dexter sick, he's sick of it and, and he's just ready you to- uh, kind of. I mean, he's just ready to fucking unleash the beast. And man, he's just looking for any appropriate target that he. That kind of reminds me of myself. I used to do porn a lot. Um, oh, yeah. Not something I'm proud of. Got married, stopped doing porn. But, you know, sometimes old old habits die hard and just got to go back into it. Mm-hmm. Recently. Yeah, I've been jerking off my feet so hard. Jerking off your feet? Jerking off on my feet. Oh, with your feet. No, just on them. Okay. I use my hand. I just splooch all over my feet. But I paint them up and make them look nice like lady feet. So, you know. Why, why are you making that face? Don't make that face. Just accept Nothing it. At all. I think there's, there's money to be made here. There's probably a certain Russian club in uh, Ohio or wherever it's Ohio. Ohio. They have Ohio license plates in the movie, I think. <laughs> Where? My family's from Ohio. Not half of it. They're not Russian. Have you had any recent uh, recent hits from Ohio? Mm. On your, you mean on my band? Like our, our music? Yeah, yeah sure. People hit us. Foot fetish thing. No, going on no. I, yeah. I'm, no. Nobody, nobody wants to see me jerk off of no, my own feet. Strictly North Carolina. <sighs> yeah, I'm them, watching my own stuff. All of them are from here. <laughs> 
<laughs> I cry myself to sleep and I beat off on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge uh, me, man. But yeah, um, fun movie. Uh, I honestly, I really enjoyed it. It's it's a brisk ninety minute, ninety minute thing. It's I oh, enjoyed that as well. It's honestly, and it's exactly as long as it need needed to be. It's I think it's very well made. It's fun. There's probably some moral issues with the whole just man just going on a rampage thing. Base if that doesn't happen enough in movies and in society in general, but. Mm. I personally just the personification of that and Bob Odenkirk, I this is just a role that was just meant for him. I was a little leery about I was like, he's getting kind of old. Like, is he really gonna be able to do like a an action movie that when like he John proved style? You wrong. He did. Uh and he absolutely he's perfect for it. And it's not just the action stuff, but the moments in between that where he fully embodies this absolute fucking psycho that is Hutch Mansell. Yeah, what a, what a name. Great name. <laughs> What a name, Hutch. Hutch Mansell. What? Uh, uh, what is the the the? What are those guys that drive like General Lee? What are their names? The Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. What are their names? Bo and Luke Duke. Okay. No one's name was Hutch there. Okay. Never mind. Scratch that. <laughs> Bo and Luke Hutch Mansell from the Dukes of Hazard. I, well, I was like, what From is the, the most hutch, redneck the name ha- that just seems like somebody's going to do some work? The that's Hutches a, of Hazard. That's old Hutch. Hutch over there. Ah, great, great fucking name. But yeah, it, great movie. Fun movie. I don't, it, it's, you know, great action. Very well competently made. I don't know if I really have anything else to, to say about it. It's it's good. It's fun. I think you have to see it. Watch to it. To get it. But I mean, there's a lot of common things happening here you know there's it's violent there's definitely some brutal stuff in it but i don't think it's i don't think it's enough to turn off if this isn't your necessarily your cup of tea i don't think there's enough here to turn you off from it or just make you say definitely don't watch this it's definitely something i'd probably watch again uh if it was like on tv it isn't something i'll actively go look yeah. at unless i'm like got a hankering for like an action movie um, which usually i'll fall into like some jason statham shit yeah but this is good yeah, definitely i i'd recommend this I'd, I'd say it's probably one of the better new things that we've watched so far this year and i i think it's good i think There's it's a, a six six and a half out of ten i'd say it's a, yeah <laughs> somewhere there i was gonna go as high as a seven but then i was like yeah you can go to seven don't let me hold you back six and a half or seven that's what okay. i'm saying so we will settle in six and a half yep <laughs> We'll split. We'll split the difference and just say six and a half. So that's our ringing endorsement of this movie. We both like six and a half out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, you can take it or leave it. You know, you can't all be winners. And you know what? But this is above a loser. Yeah, five is halfway. Yeah, five. this is a point and a half. Yeah, in some so, cases, two points. You're welcome, Bob Odenkirk. You are welcome. This thing that you poured your body into, or you didn't worked out like Mark Wahlberg's workout schedule and oh. <laughs> oh god and Jake killed your mom nope um I will say they are really trying to paint like a sequel because like at the end of this movie 
Bob and his wife are Hutch Ooh. and his wife are looking at a house and they get a phone or the real estate agent gets a phone call and says, Hey, it's for you. And then they ask about a basement right? where, which is where the panic room was in the original house. And then there's a mid credit scene. Did you see this where Raza and Christopher Lloyd were driving? Did not watch that far. Oh, well they're driving and um they're just talking to each other and christopher lloyd's like hey why don't we drive here and Roz is like because of all the cargo or something to that effect and there's just a bunch of guns in the back of their like winnebago or hippie van or oh, whatever winnebago yeah because they be fucking oh <laughs> god oh gross two it's old nice. dudes just boning not a sex scene i think i'd want to see old people are just not very sexy Marty, Marty, come over here and have a party on you, on Doc Brown. Uh, well, anyways, nobody good. Watch it. Um, so we, all we got to say. Yeah. Solid six and a half out of ten. That's our that's the almost accurate standard. That's what I told my wife the first time we had six. I was like, this six is a solid six and a half out of ten. Yep. I didn't mean inches. I just meant the sex. Yep. It'll be okay. Yeah, it'll be okay. And that's what you can come <laughs> to expect. It's not going to blow your mind, but it won't be terrible. Yep. Yep. You just, might remember it if you get pregnant, but if just, you don't, then you'll f- completely forget. Yep. Just like this podcast, six and a half out of 10. So no, we're uh, eight. However, if you are uh, on iTunes and you happen to want to leave the show review, there's only five stars. So you can go ahead and just give us those five and they'll add in the extra star and a half later. At some go point. to everything and give us five yeah. stars. Don't stop at iTunes, iTunes or Apple Podcasts. There are other apps that let you rate stuff. Yeah, I think uh, Alexa <laughs> will do it. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, please do it. Or It'll we'll help fuck us. you up. We'll kill you. Yeah, exactly. We'll go Bob Odenkirk on you. Yeah, no, we will. We will do less of a favor. We'll just straight up kill you. Yeah, how about that? Mm-hmm. You want that? You want that? We'll take your firstborn child if you don't have one right now. We'll take your pet or your future firstborn child or your life. We'll show up and ask if there's any green bitches around. Yeah, we'll pee on your face. All right. That's uh, that's the almost. That's insult to injury right there. Just (laughs) urinating on someone's face. That's absolutely unnecessary. But you might try to give you a Jimmy tap (laughs) with. Yep. Just a Jimmy tap or a clitoral tap. As we say at the end of this and every episode of almost accurate. I feel like you're trying to tell me something, Jake. Tap, tap. Not tonight, bitches. You can do better than that. Tap, tap. Not tonight. A certain callback from earlier. Nighty night, green bitches. Oh, oh, I see what you did there. Fuck.